Hey, y'all, or shall I say, what is going on, world? Kevin out here with your Manly Musings podcast, along with producer Andrew. You notice the, yep, yep, you notice the intro is different today. It's because my lovely counterpart is enjoying himself in Aruba on his yearly Aruba trip. Merit, you deserve it. Go ahead and enjoy that trip. And I'm going to see him on sunday which will be very exciting which we'll get to later on but yeah you got me and andrew tonight on this lovely lovely wednesday whenever you hear this hopefully you enjoy it um we're gonna kind of go through the normal stuff that we usually go through weekly sports update and then uh we're gonna talk about some march madness because i did not know andrew does not know the processes of march madness so we're gonna go over some basics Take a look into some things, maybe do some predictions. Maybe he'll look, we'll look back at episode, I want to say two, three or four from this season, uh, to see what our predict me and uh predictions were for that we had with Cyrus and episode three. Um, and we'll see how we went. I think I looked back at some of my answers and I look super foolish now. But uh Andrew, how we how we living, sir? Uh, we're living well. We're living well. Uh, midterms this week, so schools, school's definitely coming in hard right now, but you know, um, it's been good. Spring break next week. I turn spring, 20 very soon. Spring break, so. he's turning 20. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right, so we shall go ahead and start off our weekly sports update. Um, first one, some some little bit of uh, some more serious news. So Vanessa Bryant's uh, has settled the crash photos lawsuit. Uh, she went ahead and ended up settling for $28.85 million. Uh, So if you guys are not familiar, uh, the lawsuit has, was out when police officers, if I remember correctly, uh, ended up like sending out photos of the plane crash of when Kobe died. Uh, and they were shared around the police, the police academy or police sheriff's department, and the sheriff's much, department. Yeah, LA, so uh, Los Angeles County. Yeah, and fire. Yes, so the fact that they were shared like that, uh, number one, it was horrible, and I'm happy that they were able to. Uh, Vanessa was able to get the money that she wanted out of this. Uh, I was just reading into co-plaintiff. Chris Chester, whose wife and daughter were killed in the crash, he received $19.95 million from the settlement. So I'm really glad that this is all settled. Uh, you know, those type of things you should not be messing around with. Just no. the fact that they were spreading their photos around like that is horrible. And screw those people. They deserve to pay every single penny. Any other thoughts on that, Andrew? Uh, I think you summed it up pretty good. This is the sort of thing where, like, it's a he's a big star. He meant a lot to a lot of people. So you sort of, like, if you have those pictures, I can understand the sort of, like, pressure to share them with people. But, like, that's... Celebrities are people. So they have they have important people in their lives. And when they are when they die and this sort of thing happens, you need to sort of pay respect to them as as people and not as much as like a societal icon like it, kobe's wife is the mother of his 
child his children and I can only imagine like the pain and trauma that she went through so to have to deal with all these pictures being shared and like coming out and stuff that's not cool and I'm glad that she got her bag um for going through that and the people that did this were held accountable very well said moving on we got LeBron speaking of LA LeBron had a diagnosis on his foot and it's looking like he's going to be out for several weeks um i know that's going to make merit happy because i know he (laughs) hates lebron but you know this is a definite shot in their playoff hopes if they're really going to try and make a run uh in order for them to make that run they definitely are going to need lebron to be ready and to be playing as the lebron that we at least i know and love um but you know i don't it's gonna be tough now because they yeah. do they do have a lot of better pieces i definitely That's think true. the team is in a lot better shape with guys like uh d'angelo russell back on in the frame of things jared Vanderbilt back from injury yep ad is his ankles have not exploded yet <laughs> no, not yet and, again yeah <laughs> and shout out to jared is it Jared Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, I believe so. I can look. Man, the 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 defense he was putting on Lucas for them to win that game. You know, I heard of him for for years, but it looks like you know we might have a breakout star to help support, and he's you know still fairly young. So we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Uh, it's going to be a long road because that Western Conference is deep and very competitive i think a lot of those teams are close together when it comes to the standing so every game is really going to count so i think it's just a matter of us staying tuned you have any updates on those standings andrew i'm pretty sure the lakers are like they're they're like 13th but it's like the separation between like the playing teams and them is not very far no they the lakers so from what I'm looking at, their percentage of making the playoffs has dropped about 18%, expecting Ooh. LeBron to be out for about two weeks-ish. Um, they're sitting at 12th right now in the West, right behind the Trailblazers. Um, it's looking like you're – it's – the West is looking deep right now, which is something that's sort of surprising to me. But you get the only one that's really, like, safe-safe are, like, the top three or four – But after that, you get the Warriors are in fifth and they're only three games ahead of the Lakers. Oh, my God. So I think as much as this is scary, if the rest of the Lakers can pull together and they can stay in it and win at least a few of these games, I think they got a shot. Especially with the new team and how they've they've made a bunch of moves. They got um, Ryu and um, Russell. So... I think I think they can do it, but it's going to be hard. That's for sure, and it was going to be hard beforehand. So, yeah, the West is no joke, and it's it's hard to see a LeBron team just not making the playoffs yeah. again. Uh, but I think they're in a lot better spot than they were ending last year. So yes. they can continue to build off of this, continue to get some younger talent to surround him with, get him some shooters, you know, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, he's not the greatest shooter, but he's a lot better than, you know, Pat Bev and yeah. definitely way better than Westbrook at this yeah, rate. Russ. So, you know, 
fingers crossed for my Lakers to turn it around. It's just, you know, patience is a virtue, but it's, you know, it's also, they're going to need some lady luck on their side as well. Taking a look at their schedule, it's not exactly the hardest lineup. Um, they have Timberwolves, Thunder, the Knicks, the Raptors, the Pelicans, the Rockets, the Mavericks, who have been on like a pretty bad streak right now. Really have bad streak. That? Yeah. With yeah, I think they're Kyrie only and Luka one playing. They're like one, yeah, one in four, one in five, something like that with the two of them. So, like, not to say that I'm calling it, but like I was saying, their offensive production is going to be good, but their defense is a bit struggling right now, especially mm. in crunch time. They're not, they're not pulling through. So I think looking at this this schedule, it's I can see it happening, but it's it's gonna be tough. Yeah, definitely gonna need some help along the way with some teams floundering, i.e., maybe someone like the Mavs. Yeah. All right. So there we got we got LeBron. Uh we're gonna get a little hockey, uh, just because I'm a huge New York Rangers fan. Patrick Kane. Uh, one of the stars from, if I remember, I want to say Chicago, I think is where he played. Yep, it, yes. You know, star on the Blackhawks, getting traded to New York City. Uh, I know, I don't know too much about like him personally, but I just know the name and I know he, he was what made it happen in Chicago. So the fact been that for a while, yeah, he's a seasoned vet. The Rangers are all on the younger side and having a pretty good season. So we shall definitely see if the trade's going to work out. I know they were having some snags within the beginning of the week of it coming through, but it finally finalized around in the evening and yesterday. So shout out to Patrick Kane. Shout out to my Rangers. I would love to see a Rangers game live, but I know it's coming towards the end of the season. Uh, we'll see what happens, but Shout out to my Rangers. I just need to throw that in there because I know Merritt always likes to throw his random Boston Red Sox backs in there. Yeah. So I wanted to throw in a New York Rangers of mine. And They're also this... doing it for Mad Sheep. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, this part, Chicago's retaining 50% of the $10 million contract. And the Coyotes, Arizona's team, is also signed on to take 50%, meaning that Kane only costs the Rangers about 2.6 mil right now. That's That's lit. Which is crazy, so especially for crazy. someone who's this established in the NHL. Not you got like any, I'm not a huge hockey guy, but you got any stats on this on Patrick Kane that I that um, we should know about? Patrick Kane, let's look. I can get you some good stats. Um, so this is he, why it's so great to have Andrew on the podcast because he's fast at the computer. Because Lord only knows if I try to start looking for this, our Zoom meeting would absolutely crash. Knock on wood, but you know. He's got the fast internet. He's got he's good with the, the technology. So yes. So he's, well, what do we got? He's uh he's been playing in the NHL since 2007. Uh he's been with the Hawks the whole Blackhawks the whole time. Uh he's got 16 goals on the year. He's got 29 assists. Um 45 points which is a different stat in hockey which basically means a goal or an assist um and a number a number of goals plus assists equals your total points um mm -hmm. so that's what that stat is um, nice it looks like he's uh he's only got 10 penalties on the year um so he's he looks to be a pretty consistent playoff 
player when they get to the playoffs, but the Hawks have been struggling to make the playoffs recently. So it's not great, but he's got over, he's very closely coming up on 450 career goals. So to me, that seems pretty freaking good. Um, in he was uh, all NHL second team a few years ago. Um, he's been in the all-star game in 2009, 2011, 2012, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Um, so he's been kind of on a tear. He's a three-time champ uh, 2010, 2013, and 2015. Um, first all-star team 2010, 2016, 2017. So he's, he's sort of coming to the end of his career, but he's definitely had a very prolific and well-documented career. That's, a, that's crazy. So good luck to your Rangers. Yes, good luck to us. Real quick, before you move on, Andrew, are we yeah. at episode 74 overall or episode at... 75? This is episode 74 overall, if I have done my math correctly. Uh, yes, 74 overall. Wow. We are like out here. Yeah. We are out here. I just, sorry, people. I just was just trying to like, do I because normally I usually enter all the stuff in because Merritt sometimes forgets, but oh my god, we're at episode 74. So next week will be episode 75 overall, 25 away from, from the 100. 100. That's so sick. Um, yeah, we're doing good. Uh, speaking of we're out here, there's been a new we're out here episode posted since our previous episode, so go and watch that. Um, my man yes. Kevin and Merritt go to or no, just you, Kevin. This one. Um yeah, this one is going to be with me and our favorite Duke yes. Blue Devil, Cyrus uh, Johnson Cyrus. Jr. I think my favorite part of that entire uh video is I caught Cyrus going on a tyrant about <laughs> how bad. The Sixers were just letting Jalen Brunson go into the lane yep. and do the same thing over and over. I wish I had a camera rolling the entire time we were sitting down because Cyrus was going at it, talking basketball with all of these season ticket holders in the area. And they're like his best friend. So yeah, he was just talking and, shop, working through it. Yeah, just talking shop. And they're like, literally all were like, wow. Normally, we don't take shit from people who talk, but you knew what you was talking about. And I yep. was like, yeah, that's right. Put some respect on Cyrus's name. So yeah. shout out to Big Cy. Uh, he's rocking out. I know uh, he wasn't with us last week because I forgot that he has a new part-time job that he's just using for extra money. So shout out to my, my guy Cyrus doing what he does. We'll have him back on soon. I know we're going to have to because I know – we're literally making our ways around because we, you guys have seen two episodes ago, we had the wrestling episode. We're going to end up probably having another one because of the fact that WrestleMania is coming up in the beginning of April. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, I just needed to uh, bring that up, but Andrew, this next topic you have, I saw it this uh, this morning after you sent it and you explained some of it to me before we started the recording. But can you go ahead and guide the people on what is this craziness we keep hearing? Yeah, so it turns out there's some stuff going on with John Morant. 
um there's been two like situations per se um alleged interactions with him one at the memphis mall with a security guard and an employee at a finish line um apparently his mom got into some sort of altercation at the store and she ended up calling him and he and his i don't know posse per se about like eight or ten people showed up and they were antagonizing them they eventually got kicked out of the mall and it's reported that he he was verbally like threatening and saying like let me find out when these guys get off of work i'll be back that sort of thing and apparently shoving the security guard and that sort of stuff which is seems not that bad but uh when you take into context this other thing that's just recently come out where apparently he physically assaulted a 17 year old um last august so allegedly there was a pickup basketball game with a, a like a i imagine a larger group from what it seems like um which turned physical with job punching this 17 year old kid like 12 to 13 times um at least a few times in the head because police have quoted to have seen a large knot growing on the side of his head um the kid claims that the game was just getting physical and that jaw checked the ball really hard at him he caught it he checked it back and the ball slipped and hit jaw and then the physical altercation starts they get pulled off each other jaw goes in the house and apparently he comes back with a gun um it doesn't no, nothing happens after that from what we know yet but he's definitely like seen as very aggressive in this sort of situation uh, pulling out a gun on a minor but um jaw claims that the kid threw the ball at him in like a malicious sort of way and he was defending himself but he does admit that he swung first on the kid which i mean i respect the fact that he's admitting to it but it's never a good look as a multi-millionaire professional sports player to be punching a 17 year old um a grown man yeah a grown he he is a grown man as we've seen <laughs> um so this is not a great look for ja um the parent ja claims that the kid also was threatening that he was going to come back to the house but that was in a police report filed weeks later after the event so we have no idea how true that sort of situation is and there's no report on if the kid actually said that sort of thing um John Morant's agent has spoken out recently claiming that this is all unsubstantiated gossip but we haven't heard much recently from Ja and the people that were with him at these events but um these, these they're not great allegations for a, like a rising star in the NBA um especially yeah. when you take into account how like heated he gets during the games I can only imagine we've uh, yeah. we've seen people in his position make mistakes that yes. can ruin careers and lives so that's that's what i'm saying that's what was my thoughts when all this is coming out you are talking about some really horrific things yeah yeah causing a disturbance in a public setting yeah you know with with bringing people to an an already existing conflict and an altercation that doesn't need to be made any worse yeah you're talking about like the fact that he punched a 17 year old he's a minor he's an adult yeah. he's a minor punched a 17 year old you know and, and i'm curious if the the kid said the reason why he had the bump was just because 
he didn't want to get him in trouble or something. But that's yeah. that's like really frightening and disturbing to me. Um, you know, I don't I'm not gonna mention the names. We've no names that we've yeah. gone over in sports history where the acting up like this, uh, even though they are a complete star, yeah. is you know, that can spiral for the worst. Yeah, um, you don't wanna let alone like the implications of these actions, but when you're on this stage, even if yeah. Like we weren't here, so we obviously don't know the context and stuff. So I'm not to say that if if the 17 year old kid was like causing this and job, he claims to be acting in self defense. So if he was actually fearing that this kid was going to do something to him, which I don't think he should be in a position to be in that sort of mindset. But if he was, even at this level, you sort of just have to understand that like no matter what happens, like you have this this image and. Mm-hmm. You don't want to tamper with that. You don't want to put yourself in situations where you can really do this. And I don't know Jaws group and I don't know like who he associates with, but we've also heard stuff recently about his acquaintances harassing Indiana Pacers employees and like shining lasers at people on the sidelines yeah, and stuff. So I can look into that a little bit more, but yeah, I remember that from a couple of weeks back and it's just extremely disturbing like who are these people that you're hanging out with and they feel like it's okay to act like this in John Morant's position you are a star on a budding team that is on the rise you know I look at outside the court you know you are now a new Nike signature holder of a new signature shoe like you are you are in right now with everyone like you should you need to be acting yourself accordingly and it's a little concerning if i should say uh yeah, that so. these actions are happening and i gotta say like he said he, you mentioned he did it in self-defense how big can this 17 year old yeah. be like are you is yeah. he like six six nine because yeah. john morant is what six two uh, six three that's 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 technically kind of tall in like he's, the average world. He's 6'2", 180. So yeah, he's like, my height, but he weighs 60 pounds. No, not 60. That's wrong. 40 pounds more than me, which is probably if I'm, he's a basketball player. So it's probably pure muscle. Yeah. So if you're in that position and a 17 year old kid is pushing up on you, like it, do, it doesn't matter. How, <laughs> how many 17 year old kids are like, let's say 6'6", six, six, 200? Like, like, are we like, how? I'm not sure, um, especially with I've just read some more about this, uh, this altercation with the Pacers, where it seems like there was some there was I don't know if you remember this, but there was like a little bit of like a sideline scuffle at, towards the end of the Pacers game with the um, Grizzlies a few weeks ago. And yeah. one of Jaws friends or acquaintances started pointing lasers at the Pacers staff and getting aggressive with them during this and the Pacers staff and security were concerned that the laser was possibly attached to a gun. Um, they don't know that 100% sure, but they there's a quote saying that um, they felt they were in grave danger and at least two people were removed from the arena, which it seemed like about 15, 20 minutes later, Ja got in an SUV with them and slowly drove through the parking lot, pointing the laser out of the window of the car. So... I don't know. It's it's seeming these aren't great 
this is not a great look for a professional sports player no an athlete no like on a, not... on a public level this is not the the actions we're looking for yeah like why are we shining lasers at the Indiana Pacers it's just yeah. <laughs> why are we getting aggressive with people that work at arenas like that's, yeah that's, like, they're not why? involved they're just trying to they're, work they're, bro. they're just trying to make a, a, a dollar and you're yeah. giving them a hard time like it's already a difficult yeah. enough to work in a place like that oh i, I can completely imagine. knows so like now you just gotta act like you're an animal oh, yeah frustrates me absolutely frustrates me all right so that's what we got so far for weekly sports update hopefully merit when you hear this you enjoy it or you'll probably start laughing because you'll be like <laughs> probably make fun of us next week and for not knowing enough. no idea what the <laughs> they're talking about all right but of course next up is our wvu wvu uh news as we always do this weekend men's basketball tough very tough loss to the university of kansas like if there was a year to beat them at the fog we had it was every opportunity to get it this year and we dropped the ball literally close game 76 74 yeah technically could have Easily won it, but I don't know what Joe Toussaint was doing, just dribbling like he's a Harlem Globetrotter for the entire time, and then he ends up traveling. But on the hindsight, kudos to him for having a hell of a bounce-back game yesterday. So I'm not even going to lie, Andrew. I was, like, watching the game, but, like, not watching the game. And I'm just like on my computer, doing what I do. And then I look up and I'm like, wait, holy shit. Did they just get the lead back? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like 40 seconds left. And they held the lead for 40 seconds. And West Virginia got themselves a quad one win at Iowa State, which was much needed, bringing them to... Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I seven? Are we seventeen and thirteen? Yes, or- seventeen and thirteen with a seventy-two sixty-nine win over Iowa. Yes, Iowa for, State. Yes, just hell with those cycle cyclones. Um, yeah. but we have a game against Kansas State at home. It's Senior Day. Yep. So I really hope they can. They're getting the rest of this week off until Saturday. I really hope they come. Guns are blazing at the Coliseum. I hope the Coliseum gets packed for them so that they can the seniors can go on a high note. You know, last games for guys like Eric Stevenson, Joe Toussaint, Kedrian Johnson, all going to be performing their last games. And so other seniors like Jimmy Bell, starting center, Trey Mitchell, I think he's a, a senior, considered a senior. So I just really hope we can come out swinging and just – get this win to get us to 18 because everybody's been saying 18 is the magic number yeah. and we're right there so it'll be interesting and if we could and like and we've talked about it so many episodes we can literally beat anybody we can literally beat anybody in this conference it's a matter of just having the luck of the draw and honestly making our shots i know right now it's yeah. just going to be tough because uh, a couple of our big men are, are out. We don't have 
Mohamed Wagu got a stress fracture in his foot. James Okonkwo rolled his ankle in the beginning of yesterday's game. So Emmett Matthews, senior, is another senior. He's playing center, and he really plays like shooting guard and small forward. So playing a little small ball. But, uh, yeah. It's not that bad. Yes. Small ball, small ball is definitely a possible look for us. Yeah. Um, just to – just to mention this, uh, we swept Iowa State this year, beat them both yeah. times. So yeah, it's really good. So fingers crossed that we can make it happen. I'm really this team just gets my blood pressure going. It's like it's hard for me to watch. Like I can watch, be watching, they'll be up by twenty, then all of a sudden the lead is like they lose by five, and it's just so much of a roller coaster. Like this whole season has been. But it looks like everyone is starting to gel. It looks like Huggins has kind of tinkered his roster of, like, certain people he wants to play, which is fine. But we have to do the little things. You got to make your free throws. Can't be turning the ball over. And you got to get your rebounds. So we shall see. Uh, I, I haven't lost faith in us yet. I think we can maybe get a game during the Big 12 tournament as well. We get one of those. Maybe make a make a run somehow, but what else are your thoughts, Andrew? Anything else that you you want to add? Um, so I'm not a huge. I mentioned I've mentioned this a few times. Uh, up until recently, I'm not a huge follower of college sports, but as I've become adopted by my, my WU alum friends, yeah. um, I've gotten more and more into watching them, and I've seen a few of the more recent games. And yeah, it seems. We have a really good way of like dominating and like rolling and get it. We get a good lead. And it's, it's like watching the Celtics last season. It's like you're up 2015 and you just don't know how to just, just ride it. Just stay the course. <laughs> we don't need to go up 40, but we should be able to not lose by five by four when you have a lead that sizable that late in the game. Um, I'm hoping from everything that I've been reading, it, we're looking pretty good for the tournament coming up. So not 100%. Like I said, I'm not super knowledgeable on this sort of thing, but it seems it definitely seems likely impossible for us to do something big. Yeah, so pretty much uh, after our win at Iowa State, Joe Lonardi did move us up. He took us away to that last four buys and pretty much said that we were one of the last ones in as I think I want to say an 11 seed. Uh, which isn't too terrible, but I think if we're if we're getting to the tournament and we can just get everybody's head right, I think we could be a very scary team to meet in the tournament. Like yeah. I don't think people would want to play against us just because of the fact that we're a very physical team. Yeah. We're a very you know we match up well. We can play small. We can play big. Yeah, if any of the big guys can come back by the time the tournament comes. Yeah, that's 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 big. Um, and like we were saying, I mean, it might have been last week or a few weeks ago when I was on the pod. Um, Big Twelve is stacked, so literally if you fall low in seating, it can be scary to guys who are doing well in other conferences to have to come in and play us. So that's I think I think you're right on there. Yes. 
All right. Let us move in right along. We might have the fastest podcast ever. <laughs> the shortest podcast ever. <laughs> All right. So uh, Kevin's jersey, a wrestling shirt segment. Andrew's had a jersey. So for me, I have in honor of our win this week, I had to get me one of my West Virginia jerseys. This is actually a women's jersey, an older one. Uh, if you can see kind of where it's kind of faded, there there were patches on there that they removed. Um, on the back, it still has the Big East logo when they were in the Big East. Uh, I got this when I was in college, my senior year. I remember I worked a gear sale when they were selling this stuff. And I never forget, I just remember person who was in charge, cool person. He goes, hey, anybody that's in here, when I say go, you can grab what, if whatever you can carry with your own two hands is yours. And I just remember going nuts and I grabbed as much as I could. And I remember there was this fraternity kid and he's he was standing by all the jerseys like and I was like I'm I'm grabbing one of these jerseys he goes no you're not I'm like I'm grabbing one of these jerseys and he's like no nah, it's for all my fraternity brothers all right well I don't see your fraternity brothers anywhere so yeah. I'm gonna grab one of these jerseys let me know which one I can take and he's like yeah I don't know which one you can have there for my brothers I'm like well, I'm going to take one and then you're going to make a decision on which one I'm going to take. So yeah. I think if you I don't pick, I'm going to pick right now. And yeah. You're not going to like what I pick. So. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think I remember I originally grabbed a number zero Yeah. and he goes, oh, no, no. I, someone wanted that one. Please don't take, you can take what, and when he realized that I was pretty, yeah. I'm pretty, I was not leaving without one of these jerseys in my hand. He let me, he had his ones that I could pick from. So then I took this one. I took a blue one that maybe I'll wear on the podcast. And I took another white one as well. Um, so that was fun. But I just, I'll just never forget that moment where this one dude where he was like, these are for my fraternity brothers. And I'm like, well, where's your fraternity brothers at? I see <laughs> They're not no here. <laughs> fraternity brothers right now. So Shout out to me having a little bit of confidence yeah. out here and let them know that I was talent. not. Yeah, I have a bunch of different shorts that I have. I think I even gave a couple away because, like, I didn't realize they were, like, two, three X. I think I gave one to, like, our, my buddy Khalif. I think I gave one to Ronald. Um, but, yeah, I still have these jerseys. Um, I did my a little purge of, like, some of my Mountaineer gear earlier this, like, past, like, last spring. Uh, and I remember just making sure, yeah, this one, these are just not going anywhere. Like what I'll do is worse comes to worse when I'm old and I need Okay, so I think Kevin is frozen, but I could be frozen, so I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> um so we're just gonna sit here for a few seconds until we can tell what's going on. Hello? Hello? Can you hear you me? There? 
Yeah. Okay. Wait. Did you we, freeze or did I freeze? What was going I on? I think there? we both froze, which was okay. epic. So <laughs> I'll be interested to see what happens in like the when I get the video to see like do we both just like freeze for a second or yeah, but okay. I don't know what did you hear? What was the last thing you heard from me? Uh, you were saying you were you purged your stuff and um you were keeping yes. those. Yeah, um, I kind of said. Yeah, I pretty much told myself I'm not ever going to get rid of these. What I'll yeah. do is worst comes to worst, I'll put them in a frame and I'll oh, hang yeah. it in like a in a man cave or something. Oh yeah, or even like a hallway, like stairwell or something. Yes, Great. yes. All right, so what do we have next, Andrew? Uh well, I got to talk about my jersey real quick. Yes, yes, um, yes. So, a few weeks ago I mentioned on the pod that I only buy bootleg jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> and that Kevin sends me a lot of video clips for the We Out Here. It's just for reference, I get somewhere between 35 and 65 videos that get cut down to somewhere between 10-ish to 25-ish minute videos. Um, so it's a lot of content. And I'm really appreciative of the vast amount of content because I can make a good video out of it, or at least I like to think they're pretty good. Um, and Kevin- They're good, wanted, they're good. No, thank you. They're good. Um, Kevin wanted to send me an appreciatory gift. And so I received a package in the mail, which was filed wrong in the mailroom. I figured out what happened. They booked it, the box you sent had the return address label and the sending label at the same size. So they filed it under Kevin Cueva in the mailroom but there's no one named kevin cueva at my school so i <laughs> my went God, to that's the, hilarious i went to the mailroom and i was like i should have a package it should have come like a week ago and they were like do you know like can, like what's your name and i was like andrew and then i showed them my id and then like we don't have anything for you and i was like well and they were like do you know who it came from and i was like well it's a it should be a usps box and they were like is it from New York or like New Jersey? And I was like, it's from a Kevin Cueva. And they were like, oh yeah, we have this box. We just don't know who it's for. And I was like, it's it's for me. Um, that is hilarious. I, I don't know if I saw the box, but it has it like big written in Sharpie, like Kevin Cueva with a big question mark next to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is so Kevin amazing. sent me, he sent me two jerseys, like an absolute legend. And I'm going to wear another one on the pod eventually. So I'm not going to spoil who it is, but um, he sent me Dame Dalla. Love the it. Portland Trailblazers. Um, and so I'm wearing it in honor of his 71 point game the other day. Dude, I watched that live on the I NBA saw a lot app, of that game. And yeah. I was like, you know, I he just looked hot. He, came, he was just crushing it. Like, yeah, anytime he let it go, it was going in. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. there's another he hit one. 13 threes, I think, or something. I think um, control. And I think I remember like. I gotta give. I forgot who talked about it with him. I I don't know if it was him that mentioned it because there was something where it was talking about. Well, why does Dame want to just stay in Portland? And I think it was either Charles Barkley or some commentator that talked about it, where he's like, sometimes you gotta understand that people just want to be successful and where they are. Yeah, you know, he, they he compared Dame to. Russell Westbrook, they go, well, take a look at Russell Westbrook. He was yeah. incredible for as many years in OKC. Then they traded him, him to Houston. James Harden um, wanted out. Four teams in four years. Yeah, since. and then he went to the Wizards. Then that didn't work out. And then he went to the Lakers. We all know how that turned out. Yeah. And then now, now he's on the Clippers. He's on the Clippers. So 
and it makes sense because I, I and I respect Dame for the fact that he has no shame in no. wanting to stay where he is and just rock out. And he, if he yeah. just ends up being top five scorer ever and just crushing it for the Blazers, word. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Blazers so, can afford some help or something. So I'll never be a professional sports player, but in my in my sort of mindset, I can understand the idea of like, I got drafted by this team. I've been doing well with them for years now. The likelihood of like demanding a trade, going somewhere and winning off that trade is so not likely, especially in like the current league where like we've seen like, like super teams, like the Nets, like we got a KD, James Harden, Kyrie Irving team that didn't win more than one playoff champ, like one playoff series. So it makes complete sense to me if you're in his position of being like, maybe I get like a good young team and maybe we make the playoffs or get some good guys, maybe in free agency or something. We have a shot, but I can just sit here, enjoy the area, enjoy the city, just like locate myself. Like um, I saw an interview with um, Christian McCaffrey a few weeks ago uh, where he basically said the same thing. It was like, he thought he was going to be a Panther forever. He was completely fine with the one appearance and just living out his life in Carolina and like that being his spot. And and sometimes it works out that you just stay there and it works. And sometimes it works out that you don't, but you go down the history books as one of the greatest to ever do what you do. So I think I saw an interview with Dame that might've been a little bit arrogant where he said something about like, they're scared of me and like the potential I have. And like, yeah, he's got really good potential, but I don't think this Portland team this year, probably not even next year, has a shot. But um, but he's out. He's going to be out here scoring seventy. He's going to be out there, 80, yeah, ninety points exactly. whenever he plays. So this shout is out his to third time in a row. He's the only player uh, in the line. Okay, so he broke the Blazers' scoring record, and he had the record, and then he broke it again, and he set it at sixty-one, and then this season he broke it again, and he set it at sixty. 71. So now he has like the top three scoring appearances in the Trailblazers. And Next he tied, year, 81. he's going to break it a fourth time. <laughs> he, um, he, yeah, he's, um, he showed, he's, he hit 13 three pointers and they won, uh, 131 to 114 over the Houston Rockets. And so, that's how sad the Houston Rockets if, uh, are. If I'm him. I'm feeling pretty good. Hell yeah. As a fan of him, I'm feeling pretty good too. So. Yes. Shout out to Dame Dollar. I need to get me a Portland jersey myself. That'll yeah, be you should get um you should get the blue one, the PDX one. Have you been to Portland, Oregon? No, but I know I really want that one too because it yeah, the PDX is based off of the carpet in it's the Oregon. carpet in the airport. Yeah. Oh and... I went to Oregon. Um I toured two colleges. I toured um Oregon Ducks, the um oh Oregon, the ducks, oh man. And I toured another school like in Oregon, um Reed College, very different schools, completely. Oh my gosh. Schools. But um both both great great schools great people that i met great people opportunities i talked to i applied to both um i want to say i got accepted into both or maybe waitlisted by one and then accepted in like the second round but i didn't end up going to either um part of me still thinks about like oh like what if i ended up there but um i just remember going there and that carpet is 
like it's huge there they love it like something about yeah. it it's just ingrained in their identity and There's i might a... even go out and buy a third dame jersey and get that carpet jersey if like I honestly can, <laughs> if i can find it i will because i remember i was just saying to myself it was available online and i'm like yeah i'll get it i'll get it and then like literally it's sold out and i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah i'm definitely gonna try because i even just wanted just the pdx like long yeah. sleeve that you can yeah. get and everywhere it's like sold out but if, yeah, it's if, a great if anybody has a dame Lillard jersey in that pdx jersey hit us up with the mailing using spot instagram all the contacts are at the end of the video yes <laughs> and in send, the description send all of them because me and andrew need them so yeah yes all right so now it just kind of goes into our topic for the day which is march madness oh um or did, did we mentioned um weekly sports update kd plays um tonight yes first, first game against the suns. the suns um yeah. so this will come out the, the day after that so yeah so um i believe they're wearing the white jerseys because they're in um charlotte so okay. um this will come out after that game but um we'll have to see how that goes interesting yeah, very interested to see the dynamic between him Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Yep. I can only imagine how scary it's gonna look. But it's definitely got high potential. That's yes, that's for sure. Yes, but um, we've talked our NBA for the last two weeks. Uh now it's time to talk some college basketball. So March Madness. So Andrew, to just talk to you how it works. Uh it includes 32 division one conferences. 36 teams, uh, so 32 of them, which receive automatic bigs from their conference. So that's 32 Division One conferences in which okay. are then you selected 36 teams, which are awarded at-large berths. Uh, so I sent you a link. That pretty much talked about, um, like pretty much whatever they. So one of the things I don't know if we mentioned it in 2016, they brought in the first four, which okay. is uh a, a couple of days before the huge tournament starts of March Madness, where it's these teams are qualifying to be in the big dance. So there's oh, okay. 68. But technically, the actual field is 64. So these two four teams are battling out for two of the extra spots that are okay. in, like, the actual first round. Um, okay. So I, I, anytime I think of the first four, I think of when I was in college, I want to say either 2011 or 2012. Um, no, wait, that's not even – that's before 2016. Sorry. <laughs> but in, in that – time frame the mm -hmm. year or two after that i just think of when vcu was one team that had to go through that beginning qualifying game okay and made it to the final four. Oh, uh, okay. and that's what got shaka smart his job at texas for some of those runs yeah. uh so you know the first four is a fun thing just a little taste of march madness before the actual madness and it's a lot of fun I think anybody that is into college basketball is, you know, having all four TVs that possibly you could have 
on at the same time to watch all different games because they play on CBS, they play on TBS, TNT, True TV. Where oh, the hell is True so, TV? <laughs> Nobody gives a shit it's until with reality the tournament. TV. Yeah. So <laughs> uh it's a it's been fun. In that random Wikipedia page I found, it gives you the results by schools each year, which I think oh, is okay. pretty cool. Um so let's see if I could. So pretty much, yeah, like it goes through how many appearances they've had. It talks about like how many, where they've been in the, when it comes to like results by their school, uh, round of 22 or like round there, they made it to the round of 32 elite eights. So it's really, really interesting. So, yeah, let me so see. it looks like they're saying here that a lot of the conferences that it's like the power five conferences end up adding a lot of the, the teams that end up in the tournament, like the ACC, the Big 12, Big East, Big 10, Pac-12, SEC, and apparently to like more recently and to a lesser extent, the American A-10, Mountain West, and WCC have been adding a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been uh it's been yeah. it's 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 been a, it's been a lot. I'm trying to see like these are all this is like 62. What does that mean? So, let's see. Uh, I want to see if they can organize it by school. Okay. So, let's see. Where is West Virginia? Just because we are a West Virginia yeah. podcast. So, West Virginia, whenever it gets there, it's only a letter N right now. Oh, okay. Princeton, cool. Oh my God, I forgot it's all the way at the bottom. I should have done it the other way. <laughs> Kevin, you're funny. Ah, here we go. So they've had, West Virginia's had 30 different appearances, if I'm reading this right. And then 11... Oh, I don't know what the hell that 11 means. Oh, uh, because it's so far, I can't even tell what the standings mean. Oh, my goodness. I am a mess, Andrew. Oh, <laughs> okay, here, wait. Okay, I found it. Okay, so that 11 means they made it to the Sweet 16. And times. then the F4 is like Final Four. Okay. And then if they're in orange, they got a championship okay so let's wow, see this graph this chart is huge it is whoever spent their time trying to Respect figure to this, this out yeah because it is it is far okay yeah so yeah we, west virginia has oh, 30 back. overall appearances 11 that at least in the sweet 16 and two that were in the final four. Okay. Zero championships. Let's see. Who do you think has the most championships? Um, well, I see UCLA has 11. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. UCLA with 11. So that's probably uh, a good amount. They're probably yeah, right up UCLA, Kentucky, eight, and Merritt's North Carolina Tire Heroes with six. And our favorite guest, Cyrus. 
Johnson Jr.'s Duke. It's freezing again. Um, Duke is five. Oh, I think I'm going to not <laughs> flashback to. I I think I know exactly what it is because I'm lit looking at a, the screen of it and I'm not on Zoom and I think it's timing me out. Okay, that makes sense. So um, I'm not going to look at my screen anymore. Um, okay. But if anything, I was what I was going to ask you is: Are there any random teams that are like interesting? Like, oh, I didn't know they made it here. That you see on that big crazy chart um okay let's see um okay so houston's made the final four six times but never won (laughs) okay um purdue they're really good this year never won Um, purdue is going to be interesting this year they've got two final four appearances 13 uh, sweet 16 appearances so they're about due uh ohio state's got just the one they won the first year it looks really like. and yeah if, if i'm reading this chart right ohio state wow um i thought yeah if i'm reading this right wait maybe am i being hold on it was created 1939 and they had to do this. Oh, it's the, the idea of Ohio State coach. Um, so they're credited with it, but I'm not sure if they won or not. Let's see. It could have mm. been, this could have been lies. I could have been telling people the wrong things. And I apologize for that. Because I, I was saying, wow. Well, no, it Ohio's... looks like, I guess they say Oregon won the first one. Mm. My apologies, folks. That was on me. Um, the comments in the YouTube who didn't make it this far. Um, shame on you for not watching the whole video before commenting. Um, speaking of, I, I'm going off topic for speaking things I don't know about. I'm going off topic for like two seconds. Did you know that somebody commented on one of our YouTube videos? Yeah, a few people have commented. Um, a lot of the time it's like weird ad sponsorships (laughs) that I like get rid of. Um, I'm not sure which one. Uh, the one about. I'm referencing is from a day ago from our favorite Duke Blue Devil. Oh, Cyrus. I would coming. pay money to <laughs> Andrew play contact football. I would I would play contact football. That's the thing. I would be terrible at it. But if any team in the country wants to give me a roster spot, let me know. I'll play some college football. Oh my god, um, I love it. Like I was saying, like I was saying last week in seven on seven flag football and middle school and early high school and like the high school tournaments and like intramural stuff, I played a, a mean, strong safety. So, <laughs> so let me know. I, I'm not, I'm not headstrong. I'm not selfish. Like I'll, I'll fit to any, any idea of any coach. You want to give me a scholarship and a spot on the team? I'll suit up. I love it. All right. I got so, hands too, so I can pick, but there you go. I can't promise them that fast. <laughs> So I'm, I'm very curious how Merritt's going to talk about this segment. He's just going to make fun <laughs> of me losing on the camera or be like, you guys didn't even talk about anything. No, but, well, have we ever talked about anything? <laughs> it's more Merritt trying to keep us on pace when it's the three of us. So I think, yes. I think we're doing pretty good, Kevin. We talked about it. I think so, too. Update. I agree. I was going to ask you, what is 
the next thing we talk about just because I don't want to freeze the screen again. Yeah. Um, so we have here written down that conferences are intriguing and uh, we can compare our predictions to earlier in the season. Um, so I can go up and we can wait. We'll do the comparison first and then I'll ask, we'll I'll have you talk about which conferences are getting interesting. So yes. earlier in the year, um, all the way when the teams that we earlier in the year, um, the teams that the three of you, Cyrus, you, Kevin, and Merritt, selected to win the tournament, mm -hmm. um, were UNC for Merritt, <laughs> Houston for you, and Cyrus is being loyal to his Blue Devils. Um, and look who is currently number one right now, 27 and two, the Houston Cougars. There we go. Um, you guys have that as your your expected um, American Conference winner. Um, mm -hmm. Merritt thinks Georgetown is going to win Big East, and you guys pick, you and Cyrus pick Creighton. Creighton. Um, Let's see. Big East. What? Who did Merritt say? Uh, Georgetown. Okay, Georgetown is currently seven and twenty-three. Shout out to Merritt. There we go, Merritt. Nice. Spot on. Spot on. Doing awesome. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. Who did I Cyrus, pick? You picked um Creighton. Creighton didn't even make oh Creighton is fourth. And then Cyrus. Cyrus picked Creighton with you. Um okay. In so the we're both wrong. All right, pack 12. Go ahead. Cyrus and Merritt said Oregon. And Kevin said UCLA. UCLA currently first place in the pack. Here we go, Kevin. Let's Kevin's go. On a roll, boys. Um, Big Twelve. Uh, no, Big Ten. Big Ten first. Um, okay. Cyrus said uh, Michigan State. Okay, they're seventeen and eleven. You said Illinois. Okay, I'm nineteen and ten. And Merritt said Indiana. Indiana's 20 and 9. So Merritt got the, the big go, 10 life. A little fun fact right now. In the middle of that, right under Illinois, number eight in the conference, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I will mention that on your teams to keep an eye on list, um, you, Kevin Cueva, identified Rutgers and West Virginia Mountaineers as teams to keep an eye on. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I think so because – Rutgers, for some whatever reason, they the, they got the coaching right. They got the recruiting right. They're keeping kids at home to play yep. because they know they're at least playing in a great conference. So kudos to the, the team there. Ron Harper's son crushing it over there. Ron Harper Jr. when he was there. And I think their other son is going to go there and play too. But, uh, yeah, let's keep this going. I'm keeping my, uh, my uh, ego up right now with uh, all of these different standings. Okay, so in the SEC, Ooh. Cyrus identified Auburn as his pick. I can't even see Auburn in the list. Oh, no, they're number six. All right. Merritt picked Tennessee. Okay, 21 and eight. Number and four. Pick Kentucky. Kentucky currently 20 and nine. There we go. Yes. In the but ACC. There, go ahead. We're going to keep going, but I was going to bring something up. But go ahead. ACC, what do we got? Cyrus picked Duke. Okay. Merritt picked UNC. Uh-huh. And Kevin picked Miami. 
Miami is 23 and 6, <laughs> second and in the conference Kevin. right now. There we go, Kevin. The awkwardest thing, though, first place in the conference, who we beat in the beginning of the year by a lot. Oh. The University of Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, ACC okay. and who else we got next? We got just the Big 12 left. Okay, Big 12. Cyrus picked Baylor, who I believe is top three. Number yep. three, yeah, 22 and eight. Um, Merrick picked Texas Tech. Which is not a great pick now. It says 16 and 14. <laughs> it's a bit rough, Merrick, not gonna lie. Um, and Kevin picked Kentucky. How did I pick Kentucky? I don't know. Um, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking you might have meant Kansas. <laughs> oh, I... wait, no, wait, wait. I think you have these backwards because in the SEC you have Kentucky and in Big 12 you in the Big 12 you have Kentucky written and in the SEC you have Kansas written. Shout out to Merritt. <laughs> so I think they're backwards. The um I'm gonna switch them right now so they're back to right. But but their uh Kansas is number one 25 and five. So if we did the math right, did I literally like guess the, the highest out of like yeah four oh, yeah. out of the six? Uh, for you were probably top three in five out of six, and you were four. I think of them were number one out of um, out of between like all of our picks. Yeah, uh, seven picks. Yeah. Um, wow! Shout out to me. Yeah, I don't you know all that picked much. Houston, so you all have the Houston at least Cougars. one. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's so you've um. Oh, we already mentioned uh, Cyrus thinks Duke's going to win the the madness. You think Houston's going to win the madness and Maris riding with UNC. Uh, Cyrus is a Wake Forest is a team to keep an eye on. How uh, did Kevin... Wake Forest do? Let's see where Wake Forest is. I believe that's an ACC team. Wake Forest. Oh, not bad. They're currently 18 and 12 in the conference. So that's eighth out of the 16. It's pretty cool. All right. Um, you picked West Virginia and Rutgers? Yes, I picked West Virginia and Rutgers, and Rutgers is not bad right now. Beautiful. And then um, Merritt picked the Louisville Cardinals. Oh, Louisville. Let's see where the Louisville Cardinals the ACC Louisville. Oh, how are they? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very. Let's just say this: they don't even have double-digit wins. Okay, it's well, yeah. You want to know what the the record is, Andrew? Yeah, I would love to actually know the record. <laughs> Four and twenty-five. Okay, so if we learned anything in this podcast right here, Kevin and I aren't great at internet connection and staying on topic. Merritt's not great at picking March Madness teams. Yo. Way too ahead of time, though. Just keep in mind, this was like like 20-something episodes ago, so almost months. (laughs) I want to know, what in bloody hell did he think that Louisville was going to be a team to, I guess, did he mean the team to watch out for because they were going to be that bad? <laughs> we'll have to go back and look. 
um, in the in the video. I can look and see. Um, and I might insert a clip. I might not. We'll have to see. Yeah. But, FYI, uh, Andrew, your yes. face is currently frozen on my end. Your face but, is currently frozen on my end. So. But at least we can still hear each other <laughs> talk to right each now. Other. So yeah. I'm good with that. And you can put in some elevator music out here. Uh, yeah. Just. Oh, and I, I believe he's gone, guys. Um... So everyone, the technical difficulties have gone crazy today. So we apologize. This yeah. is why Merritt is usually the one in charge of this stuff because then it's got Kevin. That Long Island internet. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, what do we got left, Andrew? I don't think we have too much. Okay. Before my gonna, computer blows up. Before Kevin's computer blows up, I think we scrap um, guessing this year's Final Four until we get closer. Okay. Um, we can do that in a later episode. Yep. So we're gonna pick uh, intriguing conferences and then okay. we'll outro and we'll get out of here. Yes, yes, yes. So for me, I was looking at the conferences while my computer was reloading. Yeah. And intriguing conference champions. I'm very interested to see who wins the Ivy League. Uh, yeah. Everyone is kind of like even here. You got Yale at 18 and 7, Princeton 18 and 8, UPenn 17 10. And then the rest is kind of like, you know, they're like in the middle of the pack. But I, from being from Jersey and, uh, Princeton, seeing if they can make it to the tournament. I know, like, Ivy League with their, like, specialties and, like, shooting. That's always fun to watch when you're watching a tournament. And if yeah. I could pick another random conference, I would go. He froze. He definitely froze again. <laughs> oh my god i'm Guys. not even gonna i'm not even gonna like unslow down the video from when you last joined it's just gonna like continuously <laughs> just part of the fast forward Oh Sorry. my god. All right, guys. We're gonna outro it so we can at least save this video. <laughs> but uh I was just trying to say my conferences were underrated, but apparently Zoom doesn't want me to. So outro time. Shout out to Andrew, producer, for dealing with my technical difficulties. I need to sort this out because Merritt's gonna yell at me uh if uh this doesn't get sorted out. So uh yeah, there's gonna be stuff in the group chat about this for sure. Yes, so with this, uh, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, you are going to have a hell of a time enjoying yes, this one uh, at our page, The Million Musings Podcast. Make sure you follow us at our Instagram at The Million Musings Pod. Remember to listen to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, what's the other one? Google Play and Amazon Play. Make sure you go ahead and follow Andrea A. Melville 56, Marriott 
uh, Merritt underscore P. Follow me at KQAVEN624. This weekend is going to be amazing because me and Merritt are going to Boston at the TD Garden to watch the Knicks play the Celtics. And yeah. make sure you tune in for the We Out Here episodes that are going to be releasing soon. So take yeah, care. There's Go one ahead. that just came out, and then the Clippers one should come out right after this episode comes out, which should be towards the end of this week, first few days of March. Okay. The next one? Yeah. No, the cool. Clippers. Uh, yeah, no, the next one. Yes, I'm sorry. The yes. Clippers one came out a while ago. Go watch that if you hadn't. It's a good episode. There's a lot of views on that one, too. Yeah, that one's doing well. There's um Oh, a quick update on the channel. Those of you who might, I don't know if anybody, one of our more viewed videos has been copyright striked for a ridiculous reason. Um, I'm currently sorting it out with YouTube. It should be back up within a month or so. But um, if you're looking for that video and you can't find it, it's a it's a great video. It's got drunk Kevin and Mary at the end. It's great. Um, <laughs> but um, it will be back. It's just off right now. Yes. All right. You guys have a great week. Happy 1st of March. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.